0: Hello and welcome to today's edition of The Payments Monitor, the daily podcast featuring insights on banking, payments, and fintech. Good morning. Welcome to The Payments Monitor. My name is Faisal Khan. Today is the 7th of October, 2015. And some top stories of interest are, once the world's biggest buyer, China has started dumping the U.S. government debt. No surprise that in the in that in with the current situation uh, in China, Russia, etc., the net foreign official purchases of the U.S. Treasury notes and bonds was negative 123 billion dollars. Russia, China, Brazil, Norway, and Taiwan were some of the main countries that have reduced exposure to U.S. debt. This trend will most likely continue. The United States still owns 2.45 trillion of the Treasury's debt. The total debt market is 12.8 trillion. The International Monetary Fund, better known as IMF, has issued a quote-unquote warning of fresh shocks to the financial stability, unquote. The IMF cites that the world is at risk to slide into an entirely new financial crisis that would most likely result in a fresh global recession if and only if both the government and the regulatory policymakers mishandle growing market stability risks. Say what? Any half brewed economist could tell you this. The IMF just has a fancy way of phrasing this, which is based on simulations, I might add, on how fragile the financial systems are in emerging economies. You can read this in its twice-yearly Global Financial Stability Report, which, by the way, makes one heck of a confusing, boring read. It's ironic that the former chair of the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank, Ben Bernanke, states that, quote, the Fed should have abandoned inflation targeting, unquote. Considering the U.S. Federal Reserve is a private banking cartel-owned institution, that, by the way, is not a government entity. And the man in control at the helm of affairs at the time would say something like this? It's pretty ironic, I would say. This comes out of Mr. Bernanke's book, which is aptly titled, The Courage to Act and Act, Mr. Bernanke, You Did Not. Starbucks just created a new role and hired a full-time CTO. Not very many companies see a need to hire, not very many coffee companies, I should say, see a need to hire a tech head. But Jerry Martin Flickinger, Uh, switches jobs from being the CIO of Adobe to Starbucks. Reason? Well, 20% of all U.S. transactions are now being made using the mobile devices. This number is expected to grow significantly. With Starbucks' loyalty program, one of the most successful ones in the world, it should be of little surprise to you that Starbucks stars would eventually make its way for payment systems to other ecosystems other than the coffee giants own. Also, as an FYI, Starbucks actually owns a patent for a dual-use card, a card which can do both closed-loop payments as well as open-loop card scheme-related payments. Put two and two together, and the greater Starbucks play into the payments world is inevitable. The U.S. Marshall Service is planning to auction the leftover 44,341 Bitcoins from the Silk Road Dark Web Marketplace coin seizure. At present value, these coins are worth $10.8 million. Former Citibank uh, CEO Vikram Pandit has invested in TransferWise, the money transfer company that was set up by two ex-Skype founders. TransferWise is currently doing about £3 billion sterling worth of business and is expected to significantly increase that number. They are in the process of obtaining their own money transmitter licenses in the U.S. On a similar note, World Bank has issued a warning that low oil prices would result in reduced remittances from the Middle East to South Asia, with India being as one of the you know, countries that, that would be most affected. Lower oil prices put a tremendous pressure on government spending for infrastructure, which will start a slowdown in the construction sector where a lot of these migrant workers are employed. Synapse Pay, a U.S.-based fintech company in the payment space, just announced all ACH transactions on their branded website, 100% free. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen, 100% free ACH in the U.S. Yesterday, myself and my co-host Mike Townsend from our weekly podcast of Around the Coin had the opportunity to interview Peter Ozer. Uh, Peter is the EVP of D- Business Development at MoneyGram. We probe Peter about MoneyGram and how it sees the B2B space, the B2C space, the B2B sector, along with some hard questions on Bitcoin and remittances. You can listen to that podcast at com. Every Wednesday, I'll make a mention of a single startup in the financial space. So, the selected candidate for today is a company called Bridge. That's Bridge spelled without the E, B-R-I-D-G. Bridge is a mobile wallet payment app that uses Bluetooth and or internet via GPRS to make effortless payments on the mobile. The company is based out of Dubai and the product, well, you just have to see to believe it. That's all for today. My name is Faisal Khan and you've been listening to The Payments Monitor.